This is Tea and Talk, a podcast dedicated to empowering, uplifting, inspiring, and celebrating women. I'm Tefia Stokes, your host, as well as women's health advocate, blogger, blogger, and author of Grow Through It. Everyone has a story, and not everyone's story will start or end the same, but you can't judge a book by its cover. Sometimes it may take a few pages, chapters, or even series to get you to the climax. You will get there if you continue to walk in the path you were destined to walk and keep turning those pages. It's time for you to end that chapter of your life that is holding you back, causing stagnation, self-doubt, self-hate, and negative self-talk. All you have to do is turn the page, sis, and start to write a new chapter. They say a woman is like a cup of tea. You can't tell her strength until you put her in hot water. Well, the water is hot, sis, so let's see your strength. Grab your tea and get comfortable and join me as I get into it on this episode of Tea and Talk. Hey guys, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Tea and Talk. Today, again, we're going to be talking about grief uh, because I feel it's important that people's emotions. they feel validated and I needed to get something off my chest as far as losing my grandmother. So in the fact that the coronavirus is causing so much loss, I felt it important to dedicate another episode to grief. So again, grief is the loss of someone or something. Many people worldwide are grieving. Um, Due to the loss of many different things, like I stated in the first episode, it can be the loss of your health, the loss of your job, the loss of financial stability, the loss of your safety, or the loss of a loved one. Um, Many people are, you know, they're fine one minute and then they have symptoms of this horrible, horrible virus the next minute and they're not healthy anymore. And they're dealing with that, thinking, what's next? What happens this day? What happens tomorrow? Am I going to live to tomorrow? You know, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's definitely a hard time right now. And those people that are, that have lost their jobs, um, not knowing if, you know, when this is over, what they're going to do or where they're going to be or what they're, what, what they're going to do as far as a career or a job, if they'll get their position back, um, if they were furloughed, if they'll get their position back, or if they were unemployed, what their next move will be. Um, with that comes the loss of financial stability because now people aren't having their paychecks every week or every other week, and they're depending upon the system to provide them with the unemployment checks every week or every two weeks, whatever it is, I can't remember. Um, But they aren't dependent upon themselves to work and get get have financial stability that way. Now they're dependent upon the system. Um, 
And then the loss of safety. People are feeling very scared and unsafe and in grocery stores, at doctor's appointments, in the streets, at the gas station. Like many people are feeling like their safety is it's lost because of this pandemic and the precautions we must take and what we must do to keep ourselves and each other safe. And then the loss of loved ones. Um, many people, again, I say have lost family, friends due to this horrible pandemic. And, you know, they may not be able to go to the funeral or they might not be able to say goodbye in person because of the precautions put into place to protect us. So it's it's a difficult time right now. And I want to say, you should not feel ashamed about your feelings. Your grief is valid, whether it be the loss of health, your job, financial stability, loss of safety, loss of a loved one, whatever the case, your feelings are valid. You have a right to feel the way that you're feeling. So please do not feel ashamed for the way that you are feeling. Healing happens gradually, and you need to understand that it's not going to happen overnight. It's definitely going to take time, um, but you will be in a better place as far as healing. You just have to be lenient with yourself and, and be easier on yourself to allow that healing process to take effect. Many emotions will be triggered throughout the throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout, you know, throughout time throughout the time that we're dealing with this um and again as i stated in my first episode that you need to try to plan ahead for um uh, triggers grief triggers if you know a show is going to trigger you don't watch it like for me um i watched a medea show or movie and it triggered and i had to turn it off um, because that's something that me my grandmother and the rest of the girls in my family would always do. We would watch the media movies together. So just got to be mindful of what, what you think or what you know will trigger you. It definitely be, it will be a roller coaster to get through. It is starting off rough with ups and downs and lows, maybe longer. But again, you will get through it. The healing does happen. It just happens gradually. Trying to overcome grief is, is hard. But to make it easier on yourself, there's a couple things that you can do. Um, one of them includes decreasing your obligations, if possible, in the early days to allow time to process. Uh, for me, I came back to work um, two weeks after my grandmother passed away. Um, it was two days after the funeral and two weeks after she passed away. Um, and I allowed my tell, I allowed myself, excuse me, <laughs> time to grieve and to feel what I was feeling. But also, I needed that time to to uh, assist in planning her funeral services. But that that time, I, I definitely needed. I would have not been able to function had I gone back to work right after it happened. And some people can. Everyone's different. But I tried to do less. And my husband, I have a loving very supportive husband who allowed me to do less so that I can, you know, deal with what I was dealing with. So my obligations were definitely 
decrease during those early days. Um, also, cry it out. It's a way to cleanse and express, and you shouldn't feel, you know, ashamed or embarrassed to cry it out. Sometimes a good cry is what you need. And at first, I would try to hold back my feelings to try to be, be strong, they say, you know, be strong. You got to be strong. Don't cry. That's a load of bullshit. Crying cleanses and it helps you to express your feelings. And when I need to cry, I cry. Like I said, I cried at work on the week of my birthday. I cry in the car going to work. I cry in the bed going, trying to go to sleep. I will cry if I feel, if those feelings are coming, I'm not pushing them back down because that's going to be worse for me later on. So I can't help it. Um, And people know that I'm grieving. And if you don't, I mean, I'm not apologizing for the way that I feel. Um, So, and you shouldn't apologize for the way that you feel either. So cry it out if you need to cry it out. Um, You want to avoid self-medicating, whether it be with pills, whether it be with drugs, whether it be with alcohol. Um, That can be hard too because you kind of want to numb the pain and numb those feelings. But you want to avoid that because that can become an addiction and that can become something hard to break in the long run because you'll always correlate that grief with that substance that you're using. So if you can find a healthier way to cope or deal versus the alcohol, the drugs or the pills, such as exercising, knitting, reading, writing, blogging, podcasting, whatever the case, find something healthier to try to help you um, overcome and cope with this rough time. And again, I say find support, family, friends, support group, bereavement group, therapy, counseling, whatever. You need someone in your corner to help you get through this. You may feel that you can do it alone, but you cannot do it alone. It is one of the worst feelings to feel alone when you already feel alone, if you get what I'm saying. So find support, therapy, counseling, bereavement group, family, friends, find support and have those people in your corner for when you're having a rough time. You do want to take that time to uh, decrease obligations, but then also you want to get back into your routine to keep you going. So if you work and then you go to the gym and then you do da 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 you want to get back into that routine to get your mind back to you know to keep you going um yes you grieve but if you sit there and you harbor on those feelings day in day out day in day out it's gonna make things a little worse and yes i say to definitely give yourself time to feel those feelings, but give yourself time to feel those feelings and then keep going. Don't, I mean, it's hard to move on, but you can definitely keep going. And I'm sure your loved ones would want you to keep going. Ask for help if you need it from whomever you feel comfortable asking. For me, it's my husband. 
Um, and he has been my rock through this process. I, him, my mother, and my aunt, they have been my rocks. I can call on them, lean on them for whatever the case. And I've been using them a lot to help me get through this. So definitely ask for help if you need it. Signs of grief include those that I mentioned in episode one, but also disbelief or shock, sadness, anger, fear. So again, I say that to say this, don't feel ashamed about your feelings. Your grief is valid and you have to deal with it in the way that makes you feel better. Don't let anyone tell you how to deal with it or how you shouldn't deal with it as long as you're dealing with it in a healthy way. Thank you for joining me on episode two of TN Talk. I hope you guys will join me next week and I wish you guys a good week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of TN Talk. Stay tuned every Monday for new episodes. If you love TN Talk, be sure to give a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email at tntalkwithtab at gmail.com. That's T, the word and, talkwithtab, T-A-F, at gmail.com.